There's a time and a place for everything, but does that apply to selling a home? 100% it does. Just like everything else in life, there is a time of the year that is best to get your home up on the market, and that is what we're going to dive into today. But wait, not only are we going to talk about the optimal time to sell a home, but when's the optimal time to get up in the morning, the optimal time to take care of your daily activities, your hobbies, your needs, planning for the future. We're going to get a little bit deep today into talking about what it looks like not just to optimize your home selling, but optimize your life. It's going to be a good one. So buckle up, tune in, all those other metaphors for another episode of Under the Roof. We are back on the air, episode eleven. We've officially passed. Uh, We're getting up there. The ones and the ones in the tens and, and all of that. Uh, Brendan, how you doing? I'm doing okay, man. How's the week been? Week is hectic as always. What yep. day is it? Today, Thursday. 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 Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, it's busy. Yeah, it's always busy. Yes. This time of year, it's always busy. Yeah. My days are starting to blend together with uh, my uh, newborn yeah. daughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes I just forget like what night, what what day is today? When did the yeah. night end? When did the night start? When and did uh, the morning begin? It's like so that. Uh, my suggestion with that is like, uh, it's not going to, it's not going to end. No. You just adapt. Just adapt. Yeah. Yeah. The, the funniest part is waking up uh, so often that I forget, well, I don't even remember when I fell asleep. I don't mm. know for how long I've been asleep. I don't know how, it, it just all blends together. Yeah. Um, but all the same, it's good. I love it. Yeah. Now, I have a, an 11 month old who is sleeping through the night. Yeah. Sleeping through the night. All right. Yeah. So, it's yeah. great. Uh, yeah, it is. It is great. But it, it took, <laughs> we're at 11 months. Yeah, exactly. And um, it took a while. Yeah, it does. But yeah. um, it's awesome. Yeah, we'll do a separate episode about dads. Yeah, we need to. We'll do a dad episode. But but for today, we're going to continue the conversation that we had last week. We were diving into some of the things that people don't know or terms that are unknown about real estate. And uh, we're going to get into that second half of the episode. But for the first half of the episode, I want to jump into a question that people have had and that... Uh, think you'd be a good source of information about okay uh and it's just simply this like most most industries i would say have um a a season if you will when things are booming and it's a, you know it's like the the big push for sales because this is when it's <laughs> hot and heavy my question is when it comes to real estate is that also true mm-hmm. or is it just the case that People are always selling homes, so business is always hot and heavy. Yeah, a little bit of all of that. Um, so, like, the first metaphor that pops into my head is kind of like, you know, people are like, oh, it's the flying season. Uh-huh. Right? It's a flying season. Those catalysts would be like holidays. Gotcha. Uh, people fly all the all, all the time. Right. Every day. Right. Uh, yeah, people that fly weekly for their job. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and if you looked at the airline industry, I'm sure there's massive spikes around the holidays. This is this is what we're doing. Your Facebook just kicked out. Um, uh, oh, 
But uh, oh, well. yeah, pause for station identification. That was weird. Well, bye, Facebook. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> um, they split into two today, so this is the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, so you look at it like that. So yeah, everybody's always selling a home. Right. There's, that's just how it is. People move, people upgrade, people grow their family, people change school systems, sure. yada, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, there's absolutely a better time to sell than not. Uh, there's a better time to fly than not. Right. Um, those are kind of inverted uh, seasonal things. Like I would rather fly not around flying season. Uh -huh. um, and you would probably rather sell your home in home selling season. Right, but, exactly. Uh, you get the point. Sure. Um, so yeah, that season is uh, is obviously, you know, what is the most beautiful season? Right? Like where where do the things, where are things, the weather's good, the grass is green, the trees are blooming. That would be the spring yeah right so like this year these are obvious things so homes take uh better pictures in the spring right uh people are more open to having people in the home when the weather is good and it's not raining and snowing and ice right. and da -da -da. right um uh, more people are out and about the buyer's side uh is a lot more active mm -hmm. in the spring and going into the summer because uh these buyers um and this is the catalyst so holiday is the catalyst for flying season um uh, school season ending or school school year ending is uh, is really a catalyst gotcha. and uh, kids moving from middle school to high school and elementary school to middle school um, and where the best schools are. Right. And these are uh, generally if you deduce it all the way down, um, that right there is is more or less uh, why people are selling homes. You would right. you would almost think that it would be because of, uh, you know, like a uh, the mom or dad trying to move closer to their per their work. Um, right. That's not the case. A mom or dad will drive an hour to go to work. They'll live right next to where their kids go was, to school okay, because so kids go to school in a school district. I would, yeah, I was going to ask about that because every time that we are uh, posting a home, that's a that's a big part of it is uh, the school district it's in. And I guess I my logic would be that you would want to live closer to where your job is, mm -hmm. but instead it's it not, sometimes that's not where the best schools are. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, so everybody's got a preference, um, but uh, you can take, you know, the area that we're in and um, they're just levels of schools. Yeah. Um, based on the city, there's multiple high schools in some of these cities. There's better and not. There's sports. Sports are better in some schools than others. I see. Um, yeah, that that's a driving sense. factor. Um, you know, just just whatever. I mean, it, it, right. it could be anything. Um, but. Uh, children and where they go to school is a, a large factor on uh, the timing uh, that people sell homes because right. they want to fit into the school year. Right. They want to get moved in during the summer so that kids can start the school fresh. Right. Um, so you see that uh, as an inflection point. Um, and that compounds with uh, really the, the weather. Right. And so right. there's a compounding effect to all of it. It's not just yeah. the right season. It's like, it's like probably two X from fall. It's like, is not only the school season, but as a compounding of the weather, it's it's sure. all of these factors that that combined, and then what that does is create a buyer's influx. Um, those buyers usually put multiple offers on the same home because there's an exclusive amount of homes in whatever school district that they're in. This right. pushes prices up, right? Uh, more people right. are like, "Oh, did you see Betty got four hundred for her home? Oh my yeah. gosh, we should sell our home, right?" Because we should give it 400 and then right. um, they they list their home in like June or July, right? Like the back end of the season and they're like, why isn't we not getting 400? We got to drop right. it down. Is this boring you? 
No, no, no. I, I all throughout the podcast. Yeah. Um, you have uh, to cut that all throughout the uh, live stream. Uh, I do a live stream before the show every day, uh, just to get any last minute questions mm-hmm. and things like that. And all throughout the live stream, I could not stop yawning. It was Man, like you got to work on this espresso stop drip. I'm, look, I've got fresh coffee right here. It's not I'm, enough. I I apologize to the viewers. I'm adjusting to my new sleep schedule. So coffee is for norms. Yes. Espresso is for dads. Are you saying? Hold on, real quick. Are you saying espresso or espresso? Espresso. So you gotta literally. You gotta up your game. How much espresso do you put in your coffee? Well, there's four shots in here. There's four shots with some milk. Yes. Um, That's a lot. It's I, a lot. Yeah. But uh, this is why I'm up and alive and yeah. awake. And um, yeah. And this is. Gosh, every time I can't. I just have a different perspective on Starbucks now because I used to work there. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a hard right real quick. Yes. You've got to optimize your life. This is what it's about, man. This is what I'm seeing is that that yawn right there in the middle of this camera, you're going to have to like edit that yawn out. You're creating more problems for yourself. That's true. What I'm saying is it's optimizing your drive home. These are, these are Mm -hmm. times. Find these amounts of times. Yes. You have them at home, the baby naps and stuff like that. Right. Exactly. Um, Sleep is your, is a, is an optimization gauge. Like you need sleep. You're going to be tired, right? How do you optimize that to stay productive? On top of that, how do you still work harder than everybody else? Exactly. Right. How do you work harder than the guy who doesn't have a kid right now? Right. Right. Who's like, hey, I'm a marketing guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the best marketing guy ever. Right. That's what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta dial it in, right? And this right. is, this is a, um, unfortunately, um. Look, everybody's got their thing, right? Like some people listen to music on the way into work. Mm. They're like, I got to get in the zone. What do you do when you're on your way to work? Silence, man. Silence. Yeah. I'll either do silence or I'll do uh, some sort of informative. So on the way home, on the way home, I I can listen to podcasts. Mm. Um, In some free times, I can catch some podcasts. Uh, And these are like more educating type, you know, just around specific things. Sometimes a lot of times to get me away from where uh, I'm consumed. Usually, with, with right. which is around real estate. So t- right. sometimes the uh, my release is listening to things that are outside of that. Yes. Um, but the the right into work, and uh, I would literally. This is a thing I've done for for many many years. But this is uh, I tell people this. I don't think anybody really ever sees the benefit of this. But yeah. um, we live in this weird world of like we look at things. We, we work eight hours a day, forty hours a week. It's all kind right. of like. You just said my days just fly by and that's because all of these hours are not being optimized correctly and that's mm. my opinion um and that is like i can like my 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 6 a.m to 8 a.m is optimized like you cannot get it more perfect uh-huh. right like i know exactly do this do this do this it's a structure all the way through yeah. to create efficiency part of that is i got to get through a starbucks yeah right so that the second part of my morning can be ran at a high level. Right. And uh, if I don't have all of these things that make me at a hundred percent, I hate to like give that credit, but like we need, I have a kid, right? Right. Um, I run a business. That business doesn't stop at Friday at five, right? right. This thing goes forever. And uh, so I've got to optimize my life and my time and my brain. And uh, a lot of that is um, looking at things from this like very, you know, uh, meta level and saying, okay, every 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. if I look at 15 minutes, um, 
you know, come in half an hour late to work every day, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't seem like it's half an hour, blah, 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 over the course of, of one week, that's like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's 10 hours a month. Right. right. That's 10 hours. That's a long, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's a f- over a full work day that was just like gone. Mm-hmm. Um, these are like little things. Uh, I can find something like probably bigger, but this coffee is what allows me to get in that mind frame understand in 15 minute increments how i can optimize my day mm-hmm. um the drive to work let me you know unpack that for a second that drive to work is not because i'm like meditating um i can sure. if that's where my mind goes sure it's not that i'm uh, deep in thought about some type of problem i spend my day in that right uh, the morning is allowing my brain to really go wherever it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And this is what I think is that we immediately hop in the car. Mm-hmm. Your radio's already on. Right. Boom, you're in the music, right? Uh, it's talk radio. You're right into the talk. Boom, the podcast connects to your Wi-Fi and you're immediately in that. You didn't even give your second yourself a second right. to like process. And uh, what I believe through books and all of these other things is that um, like you naturally gravitate to what you are, are really most interested in sure and it's hard for people to understand what they gravitate to mm-hmm. because they're never giving themselves the time to understand that so right. i got buddies who they literally they got kids um and they're up they're, they're getting the kid ready they drop it off at mom's house they get the, the wife they're both going to work right get in the car they gotta grab breakfast before i'm late to work at 8 30. Mm-hmm. there's never even a conscious thought about like how to better myself in that process it's mm. it's 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 Metallica, it's my breakfast burrito, <laughs> it's get to the car, run through the parking garage, get to work, sit down, because my boss is there. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, now let's let's look at my emails. Mm-hmm. I have not taken a second to think about like what I'm actually interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go through my day, right. I'm going to jump in the car, and I'm going to take that little amount of time that I could use to better myself in my life, mm-hmm. or at least think about that. I'm not, I'm going to turn Metallica back on, Right. I'm going to figure out dinner, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to go right back through my routine. And there's this, and you'll wake up, and you'll be my age and mm-hmm. you'll be like, what in the heck? Why am I not doing something I want to do? And it's because right. of that 30 minutes drive that you just, a person just like doesn't, doesn't value that. Just distract yourself. You, you just, dist- we're, there's so much distractions and it's like, um, when is the last time you set and just like, you do this every once in a while, but it's usually because I give you a project and mm-hmm. you're working on something. Yeah. Um, but I, my belief is like uh, very few people um just sit down with uh distractionless and this is why the car right. is a good uh, opportunity for this um and just kind of like naturally let your mind be open and gravitate to where it goes whether right. that's just looking at you start to see i never what is that i never even saw that as i'm passing that was a for sale sign you know commercial property that was interesting like yeah. i start to notice things and realize things and then ideas and my natural um you know, my natural, uh, the, the craft that I, the skill sets that I have start implementing themselves in the things that I see. Right. And um, with that becomes, comes answers in my world, comes ideas, comes mm-hmm. direction, um, comes focus and in all of these different elements that I think um, are my advantage because I simply allocate the time right. to do these things. Um, and over time, mm-hmm. uh, and all, uh, weirdly, this is why it actually started is I, uh, in my early twenties, I had a car that, uh, the radio, the CD player got stolen out of. Yeah. This is the funny part about my life. 
Apologies, everybody. We had to take a slight second to readjust the cameras. Uh, one of the cameras went down. Battery just crapping out for some reason. Uh, but we're going to continue uh, with this setup anyway, as you were saying, Brendan. Right. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so life uh, life optimizing. I think that's yes. where we're at. Yes. Uh, the reason all of that came to be, I think the catalyst for this was uh, a... Uh, a CD player had and radio was stolen yep. out of a car that I was driving in my early twenties. It was fifteen or sixteen years ago, yeah. and uh, rather than replace the radio, which I didn't have the money to do, I drove around a car that didn't have any radio or CD player, and uh, it unfortunately forced me to sit there in silence. Um, and this was like an impactful time in my life where um, I had started little businesses. I'm trying to grow and focus and understand who I am and what I'm doing and what my talents are and where I can go get this experience. And so uh, through that, it allowed me to uh, meditate and create mantras around um who I am and what I'm doing and how to optimize my time in my life and gave me, okay, if I'm 20 years old right now, how do I get to where I want to be at 25 and what do I need to do? And let me break that down and how many hours do I need to put in? And, and, um, still to this day, I still allocate a portion of my day to spending time to do that. And that's like, I think everybody, um, some people have quiet time, um, and you use that time for different things. Um, I'm just a highly, I'm a big proponent of, identifying time and you have to everybody can say i don't have any time right right you make time right. in this world i have no time right the time that i have to give to my wife and my baby i make the time that gives to this business i make the time i have to find for myself to come up with answer answers and solutions and uh, you know initiatives that we're going to move forward on this is mm -hmm. this is comes out of time and right. uh this stuff has to be allocated so um this is really just a you know a long story to get around that I think uh, the more people that uh, even if they are listening to this and they're thinking hey maybe I want to get into real estate or um, I'm in a job right now and this guy's actually you know maybe I should take some time to do this you'll find some clarity you'll either find like I actually am enjoying what I'm doing in life or mm -hmm. else your brain will gravitate to exactly the hobby that you're wanting to go do right now sure if I'm at you know you know these people uh, let's say you're at uh, you're at your office and like you're constantly daydreaming about golf. Uh-huh. Okay. Like that's a hobby. Um, sure. But <laughs> I'm going to quit my job to go play golf. This is what I'm trying to say. If you can't do anything, you're at your job and you're like, all I'm doing is thinking about golf. And like you naturally right. are like, hey, maybe I'm going to the golfing range at lunch break. Let me do that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, let me see if uh, I'm going to go, you know, like, hey, buddy, you want to go play some golf after work? Like, yeah. if all of a sudden, like, my natural, my habitat is starting to sway towards golf, you might look at that. I'm not saying mm -hmm. go be a professional golfer. Right. But this world is short. Our lives are short. Uh -huh. Right. Um, it is about trying to find the things that, number one, you gravitate to because those are naturally the things you're probably going to be the best at. Sure. Um the, that right there in itself, being good at something and then doing that is what creates happiness. Right. Right. Inevitably, that's what we're all looking for is happiness. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel bad for the people who live unhappy. And it really just deduces down to just this small amount of time where you just identify what it is that will make you happy and where right. you can spend your time and then start optimizing your life to get there. Right. Right. Don't just live in this rut where it's I'm tired. I wake up. I go to work. I do this all day. Um, you know, like it's about optimizing the people you're around, your environment, your living situation. Mm -hmm. um, 
and and this is what this is why people sell homes. This is why they move, and it's because they need a different environment. They're trying to optimize their life. Mm-hmm. Um, we need a more conducive home structure layout. Our living room and kitchen need to be more open because I got three kids and da da da. Like right. this is essentially like the the baseline that everybody is really trying to do. We just don't realize it. Mm. Um, home ownership is is you trying to better your life. You bought an investment. You know you want to optimize that investment at some day. We're here to try to help you optimize that investment. Um, right. You know I don't know the full circle here where I'm trying to go. My point is 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 like you know people sell homes at all points of the season. People are going to fly you know all times of the year. Um, the way that people get there is is really just finding the right time to do things and that's whether it's like selling your home or changing jobs or doing these types right. of things this takes time and, and counseling and thought right and uh we're here for people you know trying to sell their home and yeah. optimizing that part of their life the optimal situation yeah so that's a, a way to sum that up there i like that but um yeah there's my two cents on on why i ingest a lot of coffee mm-hmm. um and uh a little bit about how my days are structured yes i don't know if that is the right way to structure a day it's probably not the most healthy way (laughs) but (laughs) but it's working uh, for you it's what gets me uh to where we need to go so yeah let me check the time on that i think we may be at time I'm not sure we have time to jump into a title company. Well, that was the whole point of it. I was I was trying to consume enough time <laughs> to not talk about title. You can just tell me that. And we'll just... uh, here's here's here, here's my title. We'll we'll jam a couple minutes. My title uh, conversation is, okay. um, you know, the world's changing, Ryland. <laughs> the world's changing. Real estate's changing. Yeah. Titles changing. The truth is, I could sit here and explain title to you. Yeah. It's probably going to change. Yeah. Uh, it's a bunch of people. They charge to kind of put some some diligence around a property. Make yeah. sure the property that you're buying is clear of any like deficiencies and, you know, and suits and like whatever. You know, it's like uh, they just want to make sure that the property is clean. Yeah. They charge you for that pretty hefty fee. Right. Um they're just kind of a middleman. They 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 take the money from both sides. They hold that money. They say, "Hey, this property's clean. We can transfer this property to this guy, uh, and we'll disperse the funds." And so, like as an agent or broker, the buyer's agent and broker, we don't have to deal with the uh, dispersion of funds. We don't have to deal right. with like kind of the checks and balances. Okay, the the nickel and diming of the fees all the way down. That's what title does. Is they create a title policy, and uh, basically a. Uh, uh, a closing statement, which is going to show mm-hmm. all right. of the different fees that the buyers and sellers are going to pay, credit, all of this, that, and the other. And and um, so the title company is basically like a person who just comes into the end and kind of summarizes everything up. They hold the money and they uh, just kind of keep the times and the dates in check. Right. Um, it's very archaic, just like traditional real estate. Um, there's going to be a nice little reckoning that happens to them, just like everybody else. Um, I think they're probably aware of it. They're probably right. listening to this right now. Um, set up very similar franchise model. Um, go find as many realtors that'll kick you listings mm-hmm. and uh, take a little kick out of that and then build some relationship with the realtors. So they just continue kicking those, those, those to you. Right. There's so many homes that go into closing, go into contract. That, uh, that there's just an unbelievable amount of title companies. Mm-hmm. These title companies are 
every single type of name that can confuse you so that they all kind of seem like the one. It's like North American title and first American title and national title and best national title. <laughs> you know, we're independent title and we're independence title. Yeah. Um, this is this is it. And so it's like it, they're all kind of the same. It's like you, you're right. the relationship based. We work with title companies because we like the people. Hmm. They all kind of provide the same service. Yeah. Um, pretty much same fee structure. It's just kind of the same thing. You look closely. It's very similar to real estate where it's, uh, you know, it's some of the biggest real estate companies in the world. They own the title com- franchises. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of just kind of goes back to this, you know, revolving door of, you know, you know, franchise, independent contractor, feed off the realtors right. that ecosystem. And um, it's obviously a beneficial product. I think that uh, technology needs to get a hold of it and sure. mangle it all up because it's super inefficient. Right. Um, people having to get to a location and literally sign documents. It's, you know, verification of IDs to mm-hmm. a to a title mm-hmm. agent or, you know, to a notary and you know, the money, the exchanging of money and all of this done's like literally had check is written and taken to a title company. Like right. that. Like it's just old school stuff. And uh, so I'm sure there's lots of, of companies like ours that are focused on title and how they can um, not disrupt that industry, but how to make it more effective, how mm-hmm. to make it more efficient, how to make it more cost effective, really, like make it uh, better for the end consumer. Um and at this moment, title companies, they their fees are kind of consumed into this seller's statement or this closing statement. And and um, there's not really emphasis put on um, like how much money title companies make and things like that. And they make a great amount of yeah. money. Uh, so, yeah, these are these are that's like the, the high level of what a, a title company does, how they make their money and, and what they're good for. There's lots of them, lots of good people that work there. Um, but uh you know, they're all over the place. Yeah. You, you, everybody, everybody that is listening to this, they're on every corner. Yeah. So that just shows you how many homes are out there selling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, there's these ecosystems that are literally built just off of that. Yeah. You know, these uh, ancillary industries. And uh, yeah, so, you know, that's that's my effort to really not get into title very much because yeah. it's like not the most interesting thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a good bite. It was a good bite. We'll bring one of our title company girls in and yeah. um, and uh, let her try to glamorize can, it and get make it sound in here. Yeah. That's, that's not us. I, I promise you, they can make it sound a lot more interesting than I can. Oh yeah. Um, that's not that's nothing to you. It's just we've been we're we're always the face. It's probably would probably be nice to get another face in here. Yeah. That's that's not us. I would agree. So especially me, <laughs> and, my, me and my scraggly. Me this and mug my, needs to get out. Yeah, for yeah. real. Um, it's good stuff. I don't know if that helped, but well, uh, like most episodes, I liked the uh, turn that things took and uh, just sort of getting into optimization of life and uh, some good. It's good. It's good when we can get realtors into- should look at that optimization mm. effort because they're just jamming yeah. music in the front seat and headed to listings. You know, and it's. I think we should take time to understand. Do you really want to be a realtor? Yeah. Or is this this what you're doing because you wake up and this is the, you know, this is your, your pattern. Right. Um, and I asked that of everybody. I think, I think everybody should be doing that. Life's too short to not be doing what you really want to do. Yeah. 
Well, as always, Brendan, thank you for being on here, having a good conversation with me. You're welcome. Giving me uh, some good stuff to talk about. And thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Apologies for the technical difficulties halfway through. But uh, if you're listening to it as a podcast, you don't know the difference anyway. Uh, But thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, If you are looking at trying to list your home uh, and don't want to pay outrageous fees to get it done um, and have it done in a way that's... uh, very efficient and actually going to care about the process and keeping you informed you know where to go estatehomes.com and if you want to see more content if you want to see us dive into some of the other aspects of the process and just talk about other random stuff uh, you can go to estatehomes.com slash videos to see more of that Uh, as always thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you next time